up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Peter. Pete, good to see you this evening. Hey, Derek. Glad to be here. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about this movie. I'll see. And how much snow did you have this last weekend? None. Well, no, we had about like an inch. Okay. So yeah, basically none. Yeah. And we, this week we've also got Steve. Steve, how much snow did you get this I last really, weekend? Zero, but lots of rain. <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen a lot in Seattle? Oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> Guys, thank you. If you're listening to us, please like, subscribe, share. Help us get the word out and help us get more members of the Plus Platoon. So this week with Wakanda Forever coming up, we decided we need to go back and look at the original Black Panther movie from 2018. Of course, starring Chadwick Boseman and um, was actually filmed when he was in year two of his four year cancer battle. So he had he had his cancer as he was filming this movie. Mm-hmm. So you, you wouldn't know it by watching it. But um, also the highest grossing Marvel movie that does not include Iron Man. The only one to go over the only one to go over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And it is the ninth highest grossing movie of all time. So, yeah, let's dive into Black Panther. Uh, this was my first time watching it ever. Yes, I know what's wrong with me. Pete, Steve, I'm guessing you guys had probably watched it at least once or twice before. This is my second time seeing it. This is actually my fourth. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and start with you, Pete, on this one. Was this movie a royal treat or just a peasant of a movie? (laughs) Well, I'm probably giving it away by saying this is my fourth time watching it uh considering it's only been around for what five four years four and a half years mm-hmm. um i i love this movie it is um i i talk about it being in my top five but uh re-watching it i'm probably gonna put it at number three of marvel movies for me um top five all time or top five of marvel marvel okay marvel um it it to me it was well deserved at the time it was it was nominated for best picture um you know again well deserved i think i think this is just a great movie i mean obviously <laughs> obviously with this group of people we're not going to talk too much about the cultural impact i don't think that would be appropriate but i think we can still talk about the the movie as a whole of course and to me it's a movie that has more to say than a typical Marvel movie in that, um, you know, really talking about uh, the isolationism of if you are, if you are a 
country or part of a society where you're, uh, you know, where you're much better off than those around you. Should you, um, should you keep to yourself and just worry about yourself? Should you use that power to help others or should you use that power to your advantage? And, um, as, as the killmonger in here, the bad guy wants to do use that power to basically take over to, to, to show your power. Um, and I think that, you know, it, it really, it, it talks about those things in a way that all of them, you can see all sides to it. Now, I don't think, I don't think you, you look at the bad guy in this and go, oh yeah, he's right. But I think, um, you understand his point of view, which, um, uh, which I think, I think is important. The acting is fantastic all around in this movie. Great. Well, well cast, um, superb acting. I think generally the action scenes, though, there's really only two big action scenes in it. I think they're both really solid. Um, I think the story is, is, is well told and is tight enough. Um, and you know, I think I just, I don't know. I think it, it was well-deserved for being a, a very popular hit and, and well-liked and I, I really loved it. So Steve, I'll let you comment further. Um, I'm like you, Pete, this is definitely my top five of Marvel movies. I don't know where you would rank, but definitely the top five. Um, I know, um, when it came out, I teach in one of the most diverse districts in the country and just the impact that my students were excited to see this movie and just how it brought up a lot of discussions. I might like you love the action. I love some of, I know that's a question coming up, but some of the special effects that we saw that I know when I saw it the first time on the big screen just wowed me. Um, I liked the character development. I'm excited to see the second one. I haven't seen um, Black Panther 2 yet, so I'm curious how they're going to continue that story. Um, Derek, what do you think? Um, it was a James Bond movie with Marvel characters. It was. I think agree with that. How, how much technology fits into the story. <laughs> you've got a main character. You've got someone who has a longtime grudge you've got hmm. someone you've got control for power you've got stuff having been stolen and have to get returned to its rightful owner you even got a casino scene <laughs> exactly it's, it's a james bond movie yeah i, can, I, I, can, also, I can see that yeah, yeah. derek not, i was thinking i was thinking that this weekend good or bad it, yeah. but it's a james bond movie um I would also argue you could walk in at about the 50 minute mark and not be lost. You could, you could, you could skip the first 50 minutes and still understand what's going on because that's, or whenever the, um, the, the, the cousin shows up, but if you go about five minutes before that, when they're trying to kill a claw or claw, is it yeah. claw? Okay. Claw. Yeah. Whenever they're trying, you know, at that point forward, you could walk in and not miss much. Now, would you have missed, you know, understanding why the one group of people, you know, he owes to Charlie his life, that kind of stuff? Yes, you'd miss that. To me, the whole vibranium being stolen plot was incredibly secondary. Like not really 
It reminded me of some of those Simpsons episodes where until the first commercial, there's one plot. And then after the first commercial, there's a whole nother <laughs> show. <laughs> that was this movie. Now, I'm again, I actually kind of enjoyed this movie. And for me to enjoy something Marvel is a big deal. Um, I don't know where I would rank it in my, you know, top five or whatever. Um, and P, I would, I'm, yes, it was nominated for Best Picture, but that was also the year they went from five to 10. So, true. Whether it would still have been, you know, the whole, it was nominated for Best Picture. Well, in the past five years, some real turkeys have been nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> well, even when it was only five, there were some turkeys in there, but yeah, okay. Well, that's true. But it's to me, being nominated for Best Picture is not the super extreme club that it used to be. Uh, agree. Um, and they did it because Wally and something else, I don't remember what else it was, did not get nominated for Best Picture one year. And they said, there's so many good movies some years, we have to have more than five. Um, yeah. I do want to touch a little bit on some of the cultural stuff, and not necessarily as cultural, but more as a mantra. The whole line of it's better to die free than to live in bondage. Mm -hmm. um, while I completely understand the culture, the cultural reference he was making, you could also tie that to it's better to not succeed, but be happy than to be successful and miserable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, I mean, yes, that is not how the line was intentionally written. And it was actually written. I read an interview with the scriptwriter. They thought the executives were going to cut that line. Instead, when the executives read through the script, they said, we're going to make lots of changes, but that line stays. Mm. And they wanted to, they actually expanded upon that plot line throughout, in, throughout the rest of the story. So, um, I wouldn't say it was a, a necessarily a kingly or queenly, but it's, you know, not a serfdom story. It's it's a duke or a duchess, maybe. So, <laughs> is it? Did I find myself getting a little long the first half? Yeah, but well, I think a lot of the early stuff was to in, to introduce us to this world because um, you know before before this movie came out there was really nothing known about Wakanda. We'd seen black Panther in civil war. Um, that character. I mean, the, the movie kind of talks about a little bit uh, links to the, back to that movie. Um, but the part of the part of civil wars plot is propelled by King T'Chaka is killed in a bombing at a, at a, um, you know, a, um, a world diplomatic yeah, conference. Yeah. And, um, most of the movie, um, uh, T'Challa is trying to get revenge on who he thinks did it, which he thinks it's Bucky. And kind of that triggers the whole story of Civil War to a degree, even though even though the bad guy is uh, is Zemo, right? Baron Zemo. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so but in the end, when. Uh, T'Challa realizes that it wasn't Bucky. Um, you know, he ends up uh, forgiving Bucky and even 
if you if we if you stay till the very very oh, end yeah. of the credits bucky shows up he he brings bucky to wakanda at the end of um at the end of civil war and to, to try to fix the brainwashing. And that's why we see Bucky at the end of this movie, just for, you know, 30 seconds or whatever. Um, but before he has his metal arm before he has his metal arm. Yeah. They, um, but, uh, I, I think that, um, other than that though, this story, I think stands alone pretty well. I mean, Derek, you'd, you'd better, um, say that than, than I would. Yeah. Cause I have not seen, I have honestly not seen Civil War. Right. But um, yes, this it stands on its own. But again, it's like, okay, in Goldfinger with the whole, the girl who got painted Gold's sister, how she's chasing Goldfinger all around. Then we mm-hmm. never see her again. Yeah. That reminded me of, now, can we talk about how good of an actor the Andy Serkis did in this? In this oh, he was great, role? wasn't he? Yeah. And saw so something where the director actually couldn't believe how well he kept in mind the fact that he had a basically a fake arm even through like as he was doing his rolling around in his stunts and everything he did most of his own stunts in this so yeah i thought it was yeah i thought it was good okay steve you alluded to this one the visuals in this are stunning and incredibly stunning what was your favorite either visual scene or the visual effect from this movie um visual visual effect was anytime they had like the black sort of sand material that they used to represent things like there's one where um the they were observing the trucks going down when they were rescue doing the rescue and how he picked it up anytime they did that um, also when the sand comes up and he gets in the, the, um, fighter jets to set, to set up. Um, then also just that end, the end fight scene in the, whatever the subway scene w- with the trains going by and the things going there. I remember, um, seeing that in the theater on the big screen and just how visually stunning that entire fight scene was. But just that, that, that sand, that first time I saw that, just that computer generated thing was that's really cool. So those would probably be my two that I really enjoyed the most. Um, for me, it was the vibranium mind um, with the, just the different levels and the, the glowing effect. Um, I actually got a new uh, OLED TV this weekend. So has the deep blacks and then the, the definite contrast and watching on that with all my lights off was absolutely stunning. And I love how, and I did double check on this, what looks like the inside of a heart as if it was like the heart of Wakanda beat. And they designed it that way on purpose with the different chambers and such. So to me, that was my favorite visual was the, um, just the different levels and the intricacies of, um, the mine. Pete, how about you? So I don't know how much of this is visual effects. Certainly some of it was, um, but I really love the scene on the waterfall. Not, not the second fight um, with What's Killmonger, practical. but the first fight with M'Baku where all the, the different tribes are there. That was a practical effect. They actually built that waterfall. Yeah, no, I, I mean the waterfall itself, but then the, the, the cliff, Oh, where they were on the edge of the cliff. The rising, clearly yeah. that wasn't. 
Um, yeah. And the way that the water drained and everything like that, I really, I think that scene is really wonderfully done. Um, and maybe one of the flaws of the movie is the fact that they kind of do that scene twice. Um, I remember the first time I saw it anyways, mm-hmm. like when, the, when they had the second fight, it was like, uh, all right, I don't need to see the second fight, but, uh-huh. um, <laughs> or at least but, make it end somewhat differently. Well, I mean, it did. The they, were very well. Yes, it did. But he the fights were very, very similar. They were very similar. Yeah. Uh, um. But uh, so, so, but still, that fir- the first scene is just um, very to me very visually striking. Um, and so, I would I would probably say that one. Um, yeah, that's what that's what I would say. Now, I will say there was a effect they used constantly that I did not enjoy in this. And it was basically the do a barrel roll effect where they would turn upside down and then go down into something and turn back right side up. They did that a lot. It's like almost like you were like flipping, like you were the one flipping during the fight scene. Or the, and that really bothered me as far as okay, why do we need to be spinning again? Why do we need to be spinning again? So I just thought it was overused. Yeah, actually, it's not so much a special effect, though they must have used some to do it. (laughs) This viewing, I noticed in the casino fight, there was a scene where, and I'm not going to remember all the characters' names, but the the girlfriend um, played by... uh, Napita Luongo. Right. Um, she's like fighting with, with a couple guys and then they like follow her up the stairs and they switch to a Koyu fighting with other people. And then she ends up jumping down from the, from the top level down to the bottom level. And then, and then they go back to watching uh, um, the, the other, other character gal. fighting yeah. and it's all in one shot. And I was, this is the first time, at least the first time it, it really, tripped with me that one shot that like wow that was really and i mean it's pretty good fight choreography too in there so um though i'm, I'm always amazed that a bunch of people with guns can't shoot somebody i mean <laughs> yeah you know he had his black panther thing on but the other two it's the other two shouldn't have been that hard <laughs> yeah i mean maybe stormtroopers yeah. taught them could yeah. be and with that many army says with that many guns and especially if they're hired guns you're not going to hire guys that can't shoot straight and right. they're, yes, I understand shooting Black Panther and it bouncing off, but the other two women didn't have any armor on. Right, exactly. And at least for the girlfriend, there was no place to put the armor. Right. So it's, yeah. And, but that is a, that's an issue with, that's kind of a cliche and all those kind of fight scenes and shootout scenes. So, yeah. Okay. For this last one, I'm going to add our producer, Gina, in. Gina. Hi. Hey. Great. I'm so excited to talk about my one my one question, my one answer. I haven't watched this movie in like two years. So um when, yeah. So when you asked me this question, I was ready. I had my answer already. And um so Gina, sorry, before you go in, I have not seen any of the most basically just about any of the previous. I haven't seen Civil War. I haven't I've seen parts of Endgame. I have never watched all of Infinity War. Uh, so to me as a newbie and Gina, I'll lead you into this then. Okay. If there is no T'Challa, if there is no Black Panther who then decides to share all of his technology with the world, how is the MCU different? 
and you nailed it. You talked about it previously too, about Bucky, the vibranium. Where, what's, what's the vibranium? Where is this stuff coming from? We wouldn't have any idea except for Cap Shield because we're talking about how the, didn't the meteor land in Wakanda? And then he, so there, there would be no knowledge of any of the stuff. And then Bucky's arm, how did that happen? How did Bucky get fixed? How you would have all these empty answers, but vibranium was my number one first thing was, Oh, we'd have no vibranium. We wouldn't know anything. We wouldn't have the cool technology. We wouldn't know how they, but we, we wouldn't know how they got it or why it was even useful or who cared. Okay. What kind of technology comes about in the couple the next couple I'm trying movies. To, okay so that's the thing i'm trying to think of there's so much so i was trying to think i was like don't they use okay so we know cap shield there was some other i was trying to think of arm made of vibranium yeah lucky's arm is made of vibranium yeah yes and then there was something else i was like oh that's vibranium too. there's a bunch like it's just always it's throughout all dr strange has it like they all have usage of it okay um that was mine now I also want to, going back a little bit to the visual effects, did anyone else think that T'Challa's ship looked like the head of an electric razor? Yes. Totally. <laughs> 100%. Totally. Especially, even when the, especially when the fins came out. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I was like, what's anyway, with the so, Norelco ad? Yeah. yeah. So, my, so my answer is the MCU would not have vibranium except for Cap Shield. And, that, and then you wouldn't have the whole Bucky storyline either. So that's the whole, you wouldn't have any understanding of how did he get fixed? How is his arm back? How is he? Yeah. So that's my. <laughs> Pete. Um, well, uh, rocket wouldn't have gotten Bucky's arm. <laughs> in the Christmas special. No. Um, <laughs> well, I think, I think outside of this movie, the biggest, uh, the biggest thing that came out of, uh, you know, uh, Black Panther and Wakanda was in Infinity War that they were trying to help uh, remove Vision's stone right from his forehead, which they didn't manage to do. And so they really, that's when they really got in the the bigger world was in basically um, Infinity War ends in Wakanda with uh, Thanos' army fighting the Wakandans and the Avengers. Um, so I think that, uh, but other than that, I, even though they say they opened up, so to speak, I don't think they're really, um, when you get to the new, uh, movie, I don't think there's necessarily still a ton of sharing. There's their, their opener than they are, but I don't think they're really sharing all of their technology necessarily. So, um, Yes. But yeah, and, they're definitely and how it would be different. Ignore Wakanda forever. So right, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't get into that. So, um, and and as I said, so th- this movie I think does one of the things they did very well with this movie is make something that does stand on its own fairly well. But definitely, uh, Wakanda has a place to play in the bigger, um, the bigger Avengers world and. I think Gina kind of hit it that, you know, helping with the technology and things like that. So Steve, you have anything else? Um, Sort of branching off of you. I think it's where they can go next. So now if Wakanda is supposed to be opening up and sharing the technology, Sean, how does that affect future stories? 
if they're going to be sharing the technology. Because you could see it that they're much more far advanced than the normal world. So how does that play into where stories can go? So I think if not there, then you're sort of stuck with, like you said, Bucky's arm in the shield and yep. not really much out. So, okay. um, but the, the yeah, new, I mean, used to check. Falcon's, Falcon's new oh, is Vibranium. Is vibranium, yes. Vibranium. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. they, they gave so it's Falcon all Vibranium. His, yeah. 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 Um, does T'Challa himself play a huge role in Infinity War in the game? As far as during some of the fights, I would say, well, again, the the big fight in Infinity War, the Avengers end up losing. Yeah. And T'Challa is is snapped, I guess it would be right. Yeah. He ends up he, he ends up being snapped. So he doesn't really play that big a role in Infinity War and Endgame. Okay. Um, in fact, sure, he plays, I think. No. Sure. end up sure. end up. Okay, or is it, Sherry's OK. Yeah. yeah, Shuri and Okoyo are are yeah. okay, and they do play a little bit of a role. But um, uh, yeah, it's uh, other than bringing the army in from Wakanda at the end. Yeah, so. yeah, it's, okay. it's 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 the main. So it's and and again, I think the same thing. Um, you know, we're not again. I know we're not talking about the details of the sequel, but the sequel stands well on its own except you really need to have seen black panther to, to watch the, to watch right. the sequel yeah. because you you have to understand how these characters all interacted um going into that movie and their relations to to t'challa because i i don't think it's a spoiler to say like t'challa's dead in the movie oh, not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah, so there's uh, there's definitely um, you know, for, but but again, I think that movie you very much you do not need to have seen Endgame or any yeah. of those other things to be able to watch uh, Wakanda Forever, uh, but you do need to have seen this movie, right? For sure. All right, guys. Anything else about the movie? I mean, we talked about. I mean. It is spawning off another sequel they're going to be doing. At least the original announcement was a series about the warrior women. Love it. Um, Love it. I have not heard anything about that in the last about year and a half or so. And that wasn't on this last year's Marvel announcements. And I'm not. Yeah. I'm yeah, too busy at DCA. They're working at DCA. Yeah. I'm not seeing any, <laughs> that series anywhere on the future Marvel timeline mm-hmm. at all. So no, I, I can't imagine them not returning to this as well because uh, Wakanda Forever did yeah. very not as they didn't do as well as the original, but it's still. <laughs> I think it did end up beating uh, Doctor Strange, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, I think for so the, for the for the top Marvel movie of the year. So I I think it's still gonna you know I think I think we haven't seen the end of Wakanda in Marvel stories, but. I yeah, I'm not sure how much we're going to be seeing it in the short term. I mean, because you're right, they they did announce that they were going to do a, a TV series, but um, Doctor Strange actually, like... Doctor Strange actually beat uh, Black Panther um, by about by oh. about 110 million. Oh wow! So, worldwide, okay. worldwide. Oh wow! Okay, okay. yeah. Uh, Black Panther did about forty thousand better in domestic. Mm. But worldwide, yeah, Doctor Strange was higher. 
So okay, and actually, so was Minions, but D- different category. <laughs> different category. Kids, kids movie. <laughs> um, in the United States, uh, well, anyway, that's that's for a couple weeks from now. So, <laughs> as we always do, we're gonna do cups of pixie dust out of five. Gina, do you want to rate it or do you just want to pass since you haven't seen no. it in a couple of years? I'll, I'll rate it based on two years ago. So two years ago, when I watched it during the lockdown, it was a definite four out of five. Very entertaining. Yeah. So um I'm gonna give it I'm I'm very tempted to give it a five. I'm actually gonna give it a four and a half out of five. Um it, it's very close to a five for me. Um, but there are a few scenes that I think are a bit drawn out and um but overall I I I love this movie. As I said it's in I it's definitely top four, maybe top three. Um, so yeah, I, I, let's, let's call it four and a half. And I'm going with four again. It's in my top five. Um, mainly four because it's a typical Marvel movie, you know, leading up to the big fight scene at the end. I'm still really enjoyed it. So watching the second time. So four out of five. Okay. Um, I have always said rewatchability to me is kind of that step between a two and a half and a three. Um, and I would watch the second half of this again, definitely. So for that, I am going to go with the three for me. Wow, which, that's high for you. Which is a pretty, I mean, that's the only Marvel thing that scored higher for me is Ant-Man. So, which, which I like, I like the comedy in Ant-Man. That's much more my, my that's style. That's your speed. That's your and, speed. And we should point out back when we had the, let's pick a movie for Derek to watch. This movie was picked by, I believe, Sam. Sam. Sam definitely said, um, love it. So said that you'd like it. So, um, Mm -hmm. I guess she did pretty well too, because if you can get a three out of Derek, that's pretty good. Yeah. And the actual, so I give it the three that were picked. I give Ant-Man a three and a half. I give this a three. I give Ragnarok a two and a half. Wow. Okay. Better than Ragnarok. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, even though Kate is not here, it is time for the Disney plus news. And I'm just going to go ahead and do this real quick. Um, Oscar nominations were announced this week. Uh, Wakanda Forever, Turning Red, and Avatar all received nominations for various categories. I think now, Pete, you say you have watched the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio. Yes. Um, yeah, and from everything I hear, it is going to absolutely crush Turning Red in the animation animated feature. I would expect it to. I like Turning Red a lot, but I don't think I I don't think I would consider it a you know classic or anything like that um uh i I was talking to this group before um and i know we don't do non disney movies but um this you know for for how much we all hated the disney live action pinocchio which was really animated um this is a stop motion animation movie and it is excellent it's very heartwarming it's very weird it's um not thorough so you know yeah i mean that's the weird right (laughs) but it's it's not it's not exactly the pinocchio story that you know from the disney animated movie i mean it's the the bones of the story are the same but it's enough different that you don't feel like you're just watching a retread um so i would i would definitely recommend that one for folks um it's on one of those other streaming services so we won't say which one okay i know (laughs) i know uh, Avatar got one nomination for visual effects. 
uh, Wakanda Forever. I do know that uh, the actress who plays the queen was nominated for Best Supporting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Angela Bassett. Um, Angela Bassett. And then I think it got costume design. Costuming. It got costuming, yes. Probably, I think sound design maybe or something along those lines. Yeah, it's either sound or, yeah, set, something. Sounds, yeah. something with S. Sound, so, set, and yeah. costuming. I, um, I, we didn't talk about it in, in this movie that we just watched. I think the music in this movie is excellent, mm-hmm. too. Yes, it is. Yeah, definitely. Um, also this week, uh, the upcoming series Star Wars Skeleton Crew, which is a live-action series starring Jude Law, has wrapped filming. Uh, the series is set to premiere in late 2023. Basically, it focuses around ten-year-olds lost ten-year-olds in space who are like forced who are <laughs> going to be Lord of the Flies in space. Basically, rebellion <laughs> orphans. Yeah, so Lord it's of the Annie Flies in space. space. Annie in space. I, I think it's Lord say, of the I, Flies. I thought it, I thought it was more uh, like High School Musical in space, but no, it's gonna be Lord of the Flies lost <laughs> in space. Middle School Musical. That's worse. No, it's gonna be Lord of the Flies lost in space. <laughs> no, <laughs> Lord of the Flies. Aren't they ten? It's not gonna be Lord of the Fra- Flies though. They've said it's, it's there. Okay, no, it's, it's Jude Law. Wait a minute. They've so, said it's no. gonna be very. Um, it's it's gonna be more of a teen oriented show. So oh. I don't think they're gonna go Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Um, for those of you who don't remember Lord of the Flies, ask a junior or senior in high school because they've probably been forced to read it. And yes, I'm going to say forced to read it. Um, yeah. Okay. Next week, we are doing a series recap. There have been a bunch of series that have come across. Most, a lot of them are like second and third episodes of season, second, third seasons of series that we have just not had time to review. We've got High School Music, High School Musical, the musical, the series. We've got Bad Batch. We've got the Santa Clauses. We've got the Mighty Ducks. Ducks season two. Yeah, big um, shots. We've got big shot. big shots. And National so, Treasure and et cetera. But et cetera. There, there's <laughs> lots of them. So yeah. as many as the platoon has watched, we're going to review. And if you just want a rapid fire, it'll be fairly rapid fire of. Is this basically is this second season worth watching or not? And how does it compare to previous seasons? For example, I know Gina and Pete will be the ones doing Bad Batch. Um, there's a couple of people who've watched uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Pete there's, and Gina uh, again will be doing that. Kate, I think, no, did Kate watch it yet? I don't remember. There's National Treasure. There's my next show. Not all of us will be reviewing every season because we haven't all watched everything. So. That will be coming next week. As a reminder, we are on. We have new episodes released every Thursday on all major podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. In two weeks, we will be doing our 100th episode, which is amazing that we've been doing this for 100 episodes. We will be going live on YouTube that week on a Wednesday. So Wednesday, February 15th, we will be doing a live come comment be a part of the show we're going to be doing pixie dust recalibration so there are certain shows that we scored at the beginning of the series that we need to readjust our pixie dust ratings as we have gotten more and more and more because at the moment we are uh black panther was our 72nd 
Wow. Uh, show that we have done Pixie Dust ratings for. So obviously there are some of those a lot of us would probably like to change. Some of us, some of them a little, some of them probably want to change, you know, at least a point or two <coughs> on the room. So, <laughs> and, and that's the one I'm waiting for. And I can't decide if we're going to do that one first or last <laughs> or the people who are said, who have said that we're going to be very stingy with their ratings. <laughs> Then rated it something that I can guarantee would not have rated it today. <laughs> so that will be in two weeks on February 15th. Gina, Pete, Steve, thank you so much. Thank you so much to our listeners. And we will see everybody next week. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye. everybody. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.